breaking down all the plays and getting you in the action. We've got you covered all season long. Welcome to the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. Oh, I love that music. That music means it's another edition, another episode of the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. I am Justin Feldkamp alongside Dion Thompson. We are talking hoops here in mid-March. We still got teams alive for the first time in a while. A hyper Toledo area team in Division I boys is in the state tournament. They are in the state semifinals, and that would be the St. John's Titans. They play Saturday night at 8.30 again against Akron Archbishop Hoban. And as a nine-seed Dion, a fourth-place team in the track, not a whole lot of area fans would think that St. John's could get this far, but they have. They sure, so certainly have. And if you, if you kind of watch them throughout the year, they played everybody tough. They just couldn't finish. They started finishing in the tournament, and the tournament run that they've had is nothing short of amazing right now. Yep. I mean, you think about it. They knocked off Tiffin Columbia, knocked off Whitmer, you know, they knocked off Finley. They knocked off Perrysburg. The list goes on. Garfield Heights. Yep. They are playing at an exceptionally high level. They're playing with a lot of confidence right now. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised. They have beaten a two seed, a five seed, a one seed, a one seed, and a three seed when you're talking about the district seedings. So St. John's has overcome. Coach Mike Schoen has uh, got his team locked in, and I think that's the, the biggest thing. They are focused on every single detail, attention to the detail. Some Sports Nightly people were over at practice earlier this week for St. John's, and attention to detail came up multiple, multiple times. So also keep in mind the storyline in which this occurred in 2021, so two seasons ago, St. John's was at this point not – necessarily of the state tournament, but they were in the regionals and through COVID contact tracing, they were eliminated from the tournament, not necessarily because they lost, but because of COVID contract tracing. So for them, a number of players, a few players on that team a couple years ago, CJ Hornbeek, one of them, their team leader, was on that team. A little bit of redemption now, that opportunity to play in the regionals, to win in the regionals and advance the state makes it a little extra special due to how 2021 ended. Well, you know what else is good for, for CJ Hornbeek? He's, he's finally getting some looks that he certainly should get. I know he picked up a GMAC offer this week. Um, that's a great Midwest athletic conference. Yep. And also, you know, coach shown people may not know this, but I'm going to alert you viewers or something. He's been there before. Oh, what do you, what do you mean? Deanna, what do you mean he's been there before? He, he just started coaching in 04. His team made it to the state semifinal. And what does that mean as a coach? That means you understand everything that goes into it. The preparation that coach Heinchel got them to that point. I know he still has a great relationship with Coach. And yep. if you've been there as a player, you know what to tell your players how to get ready for it. So they're not going to be uh, they're not going to be shook. They're not going to be the moment's not going to be too big for them. You know, they're going to face a good task, obviously, in Akron Hoban. Hoban's a very good team, but they got a guy similar to uh, Hornbeek and uh, Scott, Will Scott Jr. And he's not their leading scorer, but he's had a great tournament run, sort of like CJ has. And now college coaches are looking at him as a guard. So, so CJ Hornbeek, he scored 20 plus points in a number of tournament games. He was a first team All BCSN performer. Uh, we'll talk about that group here in just a little bit. But is there anybody, Dion, in addition to CJ Hornbeek, who has stood out to you during this uh, one, two, three, four, five game tournament run? Yes, <clears throat> and uh, I think Jalen Murphy. We talked about him. From midseason on, 
He just came on like gangbusters. He's knocked down shot after shot. He's played with a ton of confidence. He's done it defensively. And there's another guy I like to talk about because I don't talk about him too often, and that's Mahalik. He's a guy that is that glue guy. He doesn't come off the floor. He's a defensive – he's just a monster on defense. He does all the dirty work. And as a coach, you want those type of guys. That's that tough mentality. You got Kowalczyk who's coming off the bench. Yep. playing really well as a freshman for him. Now, Hoban starts a freshman, too, in Greer. So that's going to be a nice little lockup I want you guys to look at as well. Yeah, Mitchell Mulholland, he, he does that dirty work. I was at the Perrysburg game at UT Savage Arena and just with the blocks down low, with the box outs, uh, with those rebounds, loose balls, he, he does a lot of that different stuff that uh, sometimes doesn't show up in the box score but gets the job done. You, you know what I like most about him? He's accepted his role. Right. He knows exactly – he's not going to take a bad shot. He's not going to do anything that's outside of the scope of his ability. And as a coach, that's a guy you can trust, and you expect that from your senior. Yeah, and a number of uh, players on this team, as I look at the roster right here, three seniors with Marquez Fraser, C.J. Hornbeek, well. and Mitchell Mahalik. But the rest of the list is juniors, sophomores, and then Race Kowalczyk, a freshman. So a lot of these guys are getting significant minutes in a, a extended tournament postseason run in which can only pay dividends. Yes, they're focused on the state tournament and the state tournament alone, but you have to acknowledge the fact that a lot of these guys are getting quality time in the tournament, and they're all coming back for next year. You know what I like, too? Both coaches are alumni, you know, so you got Hoban's coach, uh, T.K. Griffith. He's an alumni of Hoban. Sean, he's an alumni of St. John's. What does that mean? Those guys know it means more. You know, you can reach out to your own alumni base, and hopefully, it's not even going to be hopefully, support those guys you know they're they're representing the whole northwest ohio toledo area they're alive a lot of people didn't expect them to get there they made it and that's been a great it's been a great story all i ask is if they win or should i say if and when they win put us in the movie because this is going to be an outstanding (laughs) it's going to be a great story so in division one as you look at the bracket centerville Number one in the state takes on number seven in the state, Pickerington Central. So that's a Dayton area team versus a Columbus area team. And then we got Hoban against St. John. So kind of uh, except for Cincinnati, four of the bigger city areas in Ohio are represented at the state tournament. So, you know, we could have Centerville and Pick Central, the two teams that are in the top ten of the state rankings. One's going to knock each other off. And then you'll have Hoban or St. John's. So uh, don't doubt St. John's. They've proven that they can get it done. So we will see what they can do come Saturday night at 8.30. They win that. They play in the state championship game Sunday at 8.30. So a couple late nights for Titans fans, uh, hopefully. All right. Uh, we mentioned the first team all BCSM, uh, Dion, and you played a key role in as we narrowed it from uh, 30 down to 10 and then down to 5. Here are the 5, just in case – uh, some people are unaware of it. We uh, released this this past Friday, March 10th. Antoine West from Whitmer, C.J. Hornbeek from St. John's, Derek Vorce from Rossford, Jerry Easter Jr. from Emmanuel, Emmanuel Christian, and Romel Hightower from Start. It's a pretty juicy list right there. That's, that's a great list, and, and you you know talk about Jerry Easter. He's up for Mr. Ohio Basketball. Yep. So, you know, all these guys earned it, you know, outstanding players in their own right led their teams in a, in a lot of ways. So I think that's a that's a pretty good list that I think any coach would be happy to uh, coach. 
Yeah, and a number of those teams, uh, all of them uh, won at least one game in the postseason. St. John's obviously still playing. Whitmer reached the district finals. Rossford got to the regionals. Emmanuel Christian was upset in the district finals. Uh, and Start uh, was knocked off by uh, Whitmer earlier there. But uh, still, it's always fun putting those lists together. And uh, that's a pretty solid one because there's some uh, college-level players and high-level college players on that team right there. So, okay, that's the boys' side. So one team left. On the girls' side, we saw Toledo Christian come up oh so short, Dion, 52-50. to 50. Kendall Braden hit a three at the end. Uh, it was kind of an, uh, the game was decided by that point. So a five-point game turned into a two-point final score game, 52-50. to 50. We see uh, Toledo Christian finish 23-5. and five. They were spectacular throughout the entire season. They had the goal and the objective to break through the state tournament door. They'd been locked out and blocked in the regionals for a number of years, but Coach Tim Wensink and the girls got it done. They achieved milestone historical status within Toledo Christian, taking them to the state tournament for the first time in program history. They were just this close to winning it all. Yeah, they they just had a couple scoring droughts, you know, that kind of eventually hurt them. But I think, Mm -hmm. you know, when you reflect on their season, and they're probably doing it right now, they had an outstanding season. And I think they did it based on scheduling. Coach Winsink scheduled some very tough teams, got them prepared for the postseason uh, you know, they had the senior who I thought played really well in the tournament, Kaylana Butler. I thought she played, you know, exceptional. Uh, Kendall Brain's coming back. Yep. You know, I believe Mackenzie Royal she Dave, is, she's yeah. back. So yep. they're going to have their nucleus back next year. And don't be surprised if they make another state run. So you mentioned that difficult schedule. Uh, I said I was going to do it towards the beginning of the uh, podcast session when we're talking about tournament time. So I looked now that the season has been concluded. 23-5 and five record for Toledo Christian. They lost to Dublin Kaufman, Anthony Wayne, Magnificat, and then Tri-Valley, or excuse me, Tri-Village twice, once in the regular season and then once in the state championship game. Compiled all of those records, those four teams, five losses, those four teams were combined 90-16. and 90-16 and 16 were the teams that Toledo Christian lost to. I mean, once again, you know, Coach Winsink, he knew what he had coming in, and, and that's how you prepare a team. You want them to play tough, tough teams. They did that, and I thought they held their own against even in the losses. They played well. Yeah, they were uh, great throughout the duration. I think they had like one close game up until the state championship game. So they were dominating. And Kendall Braden, uh, what I like about her, she's not just a scorer. She distributes. She can rebound. She'll get steals. She leads transition. She can do a lot of different things. That's why she was one of our first-team all-BCSN players. We'll also talk about the top five girls as well. But she's getting plenty of college looks uh, uh, in the Big East, in the Mid-American Conference, and I'm sure through an AAU circuit here in the summer, she's going to be able to get a lot more offers as well. You sound like John Hobbs. (laughs) So he was talking about last Friday about, you know, the list, how, how everybody on the team, you know, Coach Hobbs is big on defense yep. and leadership. And I think you're right. I think Kendall Brayton is getting everything that, that she's earned it. You know, she's very solid guard. She defends really well, distributes the ball, can shoot it well. She's got everything that you would probably want in a college prospect. Has good size for, for the point, you know, on the women's side anyway. So Yeah, you know. and in the next step, you talk about how they've been to the regionals. They got to the districts, and they got to the regionals, and they got to the state tournament. Now to, to cut, them, cut down those nets – 
talked about their two-star players in Kendall Braden and Mackenzie Royal Davis both being able to come back. I, I'm just personally a big fan of not a flash in the pan, uh, you know, one great season. I'm a fan of building and building and building, and that's what Toledo Christian has done, and you appreciate it because you learn from that experience. The only way to get experience is to gain experience and push through the tournament, and they got all of that. They just need that final piece of the puzzle, yeah. that state championship. They, they were all so close, but once again, great, great season by Toledo Christian. All right, so we said Kendall Brain was a first-team All-BCSN performer. So was Brooklyn Vaughn from Central Catholic, Elise Bender from Anthony Wayne, Kendall Carruthers from Springfield, and Sinai Douglas from start. So we had two start Spartans on this list. When you see Brooklyn, Elise, Kendall, Kendall, and Sinai, what do you think? I, I mean, I like the list, but I, I said it Friday. I, I like a 5A or B in Destiny Robinson. I, I yeah. thought she played really well, too. But, you know, the list is five. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody can complain about this group. Everybody in this group has Division One offers, you yep. know, and they, they played well. They led their teams. Uh, Brooklyn Vaughn is the, the only post in there, and I thought she was dominant in the paint. I really did. You know, obviously, Cornia Clay, I want to mention her, too, because they had a good inside-outside punch, mm -hmm. and uh, she's going to be coming back next year. Everybody on this list, with the exception Carruthers. Of, of Crothers, is coming back next year. Yeah, she's going to play at the University of St. Francis in Pennsylvania. Um, so she had a great career, another a program that has been put back on the run. map. And for Springfield to do such a, a good job in, in overcoming and reaching the regionals where they came up short. They didn't win the NLL title like they wanted. Anthony Wayne beat him out for that, but they uh, got farther than they ever had before. See, what people need to understand is when you're building a program, when you're doing well, we, we hear all this recruiting, this, that. Listen, when you're winning, people want to come to those programs, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's say the case with Springfield, for example. You know, a lot of kids may go to uh, Catholic schools that live out in Holland. Now they say, hey, you know, we can win right here. Yeah. So that helps out. Absolutely. So congrats to all 10 of those boys and girls who were deemed first team all BCSN. It's uh, presented by Midas, and we appreciate Midas' sponsorship for that all season long, a number of years that we've been doing that. And it is definitely a fun list and one that we keep track of because I like to go back to you know the years before and to see, okay, mm -hmm. where, did, where are those players playing now? Um, and it's just kind of fun to keep track of. So uh, let's wrap up our BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. Dion and Justin here with our final segment. It's time for the BCSN Nation podcast question of the week. Send us your question on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook using the at BCSN sports and hashtag BCSN podcast. All right. One quick note or two quick notes before we get to our question of the week. I also wanted to mention in the uh, expanded area, Southeast Michigan, the Blissfield girls basketball team and the Lenaway Christian girls basketball team both have reached the state semifinals. They will play Thursday at Michigan State's Breslin Center. We got Blissfield taking on Madison Heights Bishop at 12 o'clock in the state semifinals. If they win, they play Saturday at 730. And then we also have Lenaway Christian taking on Maple City Glen Lake at 10 a.m. Thursday. If they win, they play Saturday at 4 o'clock. So uh, great quality basketball programs in Southeast Michigan as well. Good luck to them in the state championships. All right, the question of the week, Dion. What is your biggest takeaway? Let's make sure you work for it even harder. Let's take away your biggest takeaway on the boys' side and the girls' side for the 2022-2023 seasons. Biggest takeaway on the boys' side, I think the story has to be St. John's. You finished fourth in the league, mm -hmm. new season. And every coach says this, okay, guys, we got a new season. Our record is 0-0, zero zero, okay? Mm -hmm. 
okay? We can do some things. They bought in, they believed, and that's why they're accomplishing what they're, they're accomplishing. To the final four, which is an amazing accomplishment, and I'm pretty sure most teams would trade a tack, track championship for whatever, where they're at. Yeah. So you got to give credit to Coach Schoen and the boys over there. All right, and I would also like to throw in Rossford. They beat Central Catholic, a team that many thought was going to be in the state top 10 and, and somewhat easily or handily get to the regionals. But Rossford came up, showed out, and in some cases dominated that, that Central Catholic team in the district championship game. Derek Forst, a first-team all-BCSN player, played really well in that game, and they got a, a lot of supporting cast, so hats off to Rossford as well. Oh, what about on the girls' side? My biggest takeaway, honestly, is the talent, the youth, the youthful talent on the girls' side. Like, there are a lot of girls who are underclassmen who just really let their teams play extremely well, and we get a chance to see them for the next year or two. So, that to me, that was a huge takeaway. Yeah, you mentioned the first-team all-BCSM players. The only player that was a senior and will be graduating is Carruthers from Springfield. Uh, I mentioned it in our, uh, our piece on Friday night that Elise Bender – was a first-team All-BCSM player freshman year. She has a chance, if she can continue to develop her junior and senior year, a four-time first-team All-BCSM player. She'd be the first person to do that uh, in my time here in Toledo and uh, since the creation of that list. But, yeah, you're right. A number of those players are key members yeah. or the key player on their team. Mm -hmm. that, that's amazing. And I think that speaks to off-season training, you know, working out, um, just really dedicating themselves to their craft. And, and I'm, you know, it's good to see the level. You know, if you look at the tradition of Toledo, I think there's always been good girls basketball. There's always, I mean, you could just go down the list. You know, obviously, Zai Cook, she's still playing, you know, but before her, there were so many other players. Natasha Howard. Natasha Howard, yeah, all-star, perennial all-star in the WNBA. But, you know, when you look at it, like now, like, man, these young girls are really – developing their skills there's so many camps going on so many opportunities for them to kind of come up and, and you know just do well yeah I'm looking forward to seeing where some of those players uh, besides Kendall Crothers no one else has announced where they would be going based on the scholarship offers that they have but uh, for Brooklyn Vaughn Elise Bender Kendall Braden, and I Douglas it'd be nice you know we always in the local media like to see them going to local schools whether that's UT or BG Ohio State Michigan or you know in in the MAC in the Big Ten knowing that they're still in the regional driveway. And a lot of those players also say, why did you go there? Well, because my parents or my family members can watch me throughout my college career. We're, we're hopeful that would be great if some of those players can stay local. You may make it a pitch for it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Sure, Coach Cullop is loving you yeah, right now. That is right. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> All right, well, we are uh, looking forward to the next episode of the BCSN Nation podcast. We will talk about St. John's win or lose. Coming up next week, Red Boyd will be here. But, Dion, I think this will be based on the schedule, your last time here. We thank you for all of your uh, participation here on the uh, guest appearances on the BCSN Nation podcast. It's a new endeavor for us here starting in August, continuing through the winter. We've had a good time. Great time, and I want to thank you for having me on. And I also want to thank, you know, just the, the number of coaches and people who watch this. Yeah. You'd be surprised at how many people see me out at Kroger or something, and they say, hey, I watch the podcast, and, yeah. you know, I love it. I get tagged on Facebook by, by people. So, you know, guys, keep watching, yeah. and, you know, always remember what we do. We try to do it professionally. You yeah. know what I mean? It's unbiased. It's just uh, we just like to, to hype up the area. And I think we have, in my opinion, Northwest Ohio probably has some of the greatest, if not the greatest athletes in all of Ohio. 
So we are very blessed. We're lucky to be able to watch these young guys continue to grow and perform at a high level every week. Yeah, that's what BCSN is all about, showcasing the student athletes, the teams, the schools, the communities. So uh, we hope that uh, your loyal viewership or listenership here through the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza does just that. We appreciate that. Give us feedback. Let us know whether it's in Kroger or online or wherever the case may be. Uh, We appreciate it. We love doing it each and every week, every Wednesday at 3 o'clock. A new episode drops on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, check it out at BCSN Sports is how you can find us. For Dion, I'm Justin. Thank you for watching and or listening to the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. We will see you next week.